Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Before we get started with this episode, I want to share some really exciting news. I'm coming to Las Vegas. That's right. Las Vegas. And I want you to join me. We are presenting Have a Seat with Chris Hansen Law, the weekend of February 3rd, 4th, and 5th in the beautiful showroom the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa located in the heart of the premier Southwest Las Vegas Valley, just minutes from the famous Las Vegas Strip. Just like the podcast, I'll take you behind the scenes of some of the most popular predator investigations. I'll also take you inside some of my brand new investigations, and I'll show you some never-before-seen footage, and then we'll get the chance to talk about them in person. I'm really looking forward to this. So make plans now to join me live in Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel and Spa, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Get your tickets by going to southpointcasino.com forward slash entertainment forward slash showroom. Then just scroll down and click on my picture. We'll put the link in our show notes. See ya in Vegas, baby. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? Explain it to me. No, you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's It's not. It's an illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. When we do a predator investigation, there are all kinds of safeguards in place to make sure the criminal prosecution is solid. And when I say we, I I really mean law enforcement, the prosecuting attorney who is overseeing in some ways these investigations, or at least instructing the law enforcement detectives who work these cases. And we abide by the general rules of fairness, social responsibility, And even though the predator I've caught is intent upon doing harm to a child, that person has constitutional rights. That person has the right to a fair trial, to be judged by a jury of his peers. And I take all that very, very seriously. And I know sometimes we acknowledge the dark, humorous moments during these investigations. And I think that's important because there are dark, humorous moments. But still, the entire investigation is done so that there is no question of entrapment. There is no question of intent There's no luring of an innocent person by someone posing as a sexually active, borderline-aged child. That's not how this goes down. This isn't Romeo and Juliet. This isn't a 15- and a 17-year-old in high school dating. This is preventing and exposing the rape of a child. It's taking you inside the commission of a felony. And the reason why I bring all this up is because just the other day, I received a note on social media from someone who is a friend or relative of a predator I've caught recently. And clearly, they were misinformed about how this went down. Now, once somebody gets arrested, they want to change the facts of the case. They want to manipulate the story so it best suits them. That's human nature when you get caught, I suppose. And clearly he had told this person, the predator I caught, told this person that it was a setup, that he thought he was talking to a woman of legal age. But I've seen the transcripts in these cases. Oftentimes I listen or I'm watching over the shoulder of the detective the decoy posing as a child. So I see it in real time. And what some of the predators I've caught leave out is that, you know, the decoy makes it very clear that they're 14, 15 years old. And so it got me thinking in terms of this episode, who we should profile next. 
And one of the most outrageous cases I can think of, of someone or someone's family trying to rewrite history, is the case of Gerald White. Now, if you've been following the predator investigations for years, as many of you have, you'll know Gerald White right away. He's the guy who showed up in our Georgia investigation, Harris County, Georgia. After talking to a girl he thought was 15 years old, Natasha was her name online, and he wanted to fulfill his boot fetish. He wanted to have the girl wear boots. He wanted to take the girl boot shopping before they had sex. And he also referred to hypnosis. He asked the girl during the chat, and I'll get into the chat here in a second, if she had ever dabbled in hypnosis. And then he took it a step further and said he was going to perform hypno-love on her. So she would want him more than life itself. I'm not making this up. That's what he says. And to be more horny than ever. This is what he said. This episode obviously comes out the day after Christmas. And so I was actually talking with Joy Teacap about doing an episode from Flagler Beach, Florida, because we did that in December. And there was a Christmas parade, as you'll recall, in the middle of the predator investigation. And Joy suggested that, well, shopping, boot shopping, white, white Christmas. And for the reasons I mentioned earlier, maybe Gerald White should be the next predator I've caught profile. And I agree. So here we are, Gerald White. The other interesting thing about Gerald White, and, and I had forgotten this, but if you recall, South Park did a Chris Hansen to catch a predator parody. And one of the characters, one of the cartoon characters in that parody looks strikingly like Gerald White. The same haircut, the same facial hair, and even the same sports shirt. So I have to believe that the Georgia episode was one that the South Park creators viewed as they put their episode together. A little bit of predator trivia for you there. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. White is in a chat room going by the name Gerald White 30627 
Presumably, that's his zip code. And he approaches the decoy, posing as a 15-year-old girl, who goes by the name of Midnight Tried a Girl. And her profile is of a young black girl. The actual decoy is perverted justice's founder, Xavier Von Erd. And this will be interesting later because the father of Gerald White actually goes after Xavier in court, unbelievably, and tries to get him arrested. Shocking. It doesn't work. Anyway, the chat starts. Hi, how are you? Says Gerald. Good, just bored, chatting. You? Doing very well. Nice picture, he says. Thanks, I got more on MySpace. Remember, this is back in uh, 2006. I'm Gerald. Hi, I'm Natasha. What's your ASL? 31 male, Northeast Georgia. Cool. Aw, thanks for the rose. Now, he goes on in a very long chat. And tries this kind of roundabout way of grooming this girl. He sends her a rose. You know how you can do that on instant messaging. Oh, thanks for the rose. He does this over and over again. You deserve it with many more. Thanks. It's nice to hear nice things. Most guys on here yell at me for being black or call me a baby. Gerald says, I prefer being with a black woman. Oh, wow. That's cool, she says. You are very attractive. May I ask your age? I'm 15 and thank you. Did you see the rest of my pics? Not yet. Now nah, that stuff don't work. I got them in my photo folder, she says. Do you mind the age difference? Says Gerald. We sure did. Not at all. Neither do I. Cool, that's nice. Do you wear boots? Now this is literally three minutes into the conversation. Do you wear boots? I wish I had some tall ones. What size? My feet, she asks. Boot, foot, five. Perhaps we could go boot shopping. Wow, you mean that? For like the big ones? Yes. Another rose. Would you like that, asks Gerald. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I would. There is one thing I was wondering once we did. He asks, what's that? If you would object to wearing them all the time for me. Hmm. Like all the time 24-7? Yes. Rose again. Don't know about in bed or shower. Of course not those two places, but other than them. LOL, yeah, I wouldn't mind then. I have always wanted a black girlfriend. She's 15. Wow, that's cool. You got a pic, she asks. He sends it. Wow, you're cute. Do you like to cuddle? Now here comes the sexual grooming. Gerald says, I love to touch when I kiss. Your pics are so fabulous, he says. Thank you, that's very nice to hear. You are so, so sweet. Shall always be sweet to you. Treating you with the dignity, kindness, and respect you deserve always valuing your opinion. 
and never taking you for granted. She's 15. Wow, you're a sweet. There aren't many guys online like you. You need to snatch me up now. As ravishing as you are, he says. LOL, oh yeah, I thought you were trying to snatch me up. I would like you to be my girlfriend. I do want to snatch you up. Are you for real or are you just playing? I'm for real, he says. Feelings are something I never play with. Feelings? He's been online for a matter of minutes, chatting with a girl who says she's 15. He's already said he wants to buy her boots. And now the sexual innuendo starts. She asks, oh yeah, what do you want? To treat you as you will treat me as an equal, be upfront with you, never keeping anything from you that you wish to know, build a future with you, be able to confide in you at any time as well as do activities with you. Hmm. What do you suppose those activities are? She says, I just want someone to make me feel good and buy me stuff and be a man, man. Not a lazy man like my ex-boyfriend. Not a problem with that at all. Cool, cool, she says. Kissy face. Then he says, want to do that with you in person a lot. Oh yeah, is that all you want to do? Definitely want to do more, don't you? I'm down for whatever, she says. I think you do with your boot talk, though, lol. Would you object to that? Depends. I don't like to get hurt, but I, I like stuff, yeah. What will you wear with the boots once we get them? I don't know. What you want me to wear? Short skirt, lacy top, short dress. I don't got any lacy stuff. What do you have? Just regular clothes like my picks. I don't got much good stuff. How about short skirt and red top? Continuing to play out his fetish. I don't got many short skirts. I wish I had good stuff. I like it when guys stare, lol. What if I want to be the only one that stares? Why you want me in a skirt then? Compliment the boots, he says. She says, I got shorts too. Shorts perfect. Where will we meet the first time so we can go boot shopping? He asks. Would you object to me picking you up? Fifteen. Nah, depends on what you want to do. I mean, we'd have to talk more and stuff. Of course, talking more and stuff is totally cool with me, says Gerald. Then he says, I'm not going to avoid the subject. Would like to make love to you after we are done boot shopping. Wow, that's straightforward, huh? Oh, wow, you mean really with me? You must like boots. Yes, really with you. I have a serious fetish for boots, he says. Well, that's a shocker. Wow, that's awesome, she says. I'd wear the boots if you got them for me. I like those boots, too. There ain't no boot store close to here, though. How about making love after we get them, he asks. If you're nice to me, she says. You're cute, of course. Where is the nearest store to shop for them, he asks. I don't know, probably in Columbus. I ain't never shot for them before. You could bring some in size five. Obviously, if he were to bring the boots, as when any predator brings anything the decoy asks for is evidence. I'm a size five, she reminds him. 
Just a five, not wide, he asks. Size six works. Two, I'm still growing, but not a wide width. Any particular color, he asks. I don't know, whatever you like the best and think would make me look good. Then he asks, do you like hairy chests? I ain't had one of those before, so I don't know, she says. I mean on me. No, I mean my ex didn't have one. I don't know if I like them on a guy. Rub your hands through it, he asks. How about me with or without a beard? I don't care about beards. So me with hair on my face will not bother you? Cool. I don't care about that, she says. You are so understanding. I love that about you. Again, this is a chat online, and he's already taken it to buying her boots and having sex with her. He says, I like honoring Valentine's Day, birthdays, and Christmas. Then he tries to figure out logistics for the visit. As it turns out, he's about six hours away, and he'll drive that six hours. And what are they going to do? Gerald White 30627 says, go into your room. Have you get into the outfit we agreed on with the boots, then make love? Wow, that sounds hot, she says. The hotter, the better, he says. Yeah, no doubt. I want you, he says. We will exchange gifts at Valentine's Day, birthdays, and Christmas. I want that very much as far as I'm concerned. We're already getting along. It's an online conversation, Gerald. Do you wear perfume, he says? I don't got none, no. Trying to get an idea of some things you like to be prepared when buying for either Valentine's Day, birthdays, or Christmas. This is predatory love bombing. Oh, awesome, she says. Well, we should probably hang first so you know what I like better. Cool. She asks again, are you for real or are you all just talk? I'm for real and are serious. Now, Gerald works in a town, as I mentioned, about six hours away. He operates an antique and yard sale company. But he's going to take a little break to come visit Natasha. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Describe your body below the headshot pigs. I think I'm stacked, you know, you can see most of it in other pigs. How about your sweet spot? LOL, I bet you'd like that. Yes, what's it like, descriptively? It's sweet, I think, and it's tight, too. Hmm. Stick my tongue all over it, he says. Doesn't sound like entrapment to me. You wouldn't do that. I would on your sweet spot. LOL, I gotta see that to believe that. I think you just 
big talking that one. I mean it. Oh, yeah? How are you going to prove it? Depends on how soon we get in your room and you in the outfit and boots. When's that happening, she asks. You said when your mom is not around, she's not around. She gone all weekend. She gone tonight. What are you going to do to me, he asks, huh? In terms of making love. I don't know. I only done regular. I see my ex was lazy. So he goes on. There's more sex talk. And then he hops in his car. A beat up old four door. Drive six hours. Six hours. So that means he had plenty of time to think about his boot fetish. The legality of doing all this with a 15 year old girl. And remember, the, the Georgia Stinghouse was set back in the country a bit. These guys had to really figure it out. Really be determined. And he drives in, parks the car, and we see Gerald White walking up to our house. Now this is the fetish guy with the boots. Meanwhile, back at the house, Amanda, our decoy, is in place, ready to invite our next guest inside. All right, Amanda, this guy should be bringing riding boots for you to wear. Come on, Now, we had to be a little tricky here. The girl Gerald thinks he's meeting is black. Our decoy is white, but she's got a wig on and a ball cap. So we're trying to create some distance between the two. She invites him in. He comes in. Acts like he's a bit fatigued from the drive. She asks if he's brought the boots. He says, yes, they're in the car. I just got to get these clothes out so they don't wrinkle. Uh, Did you bring the riding boots? Yes. All right. In the car. I can't wait to get my own pair. Now, at this point, I would probably let the decoy continue chatting with Gerald, but I didn't want him to get spooked because if he realized that the decoy wasn't black, maybe he'd bolt. So I come in pretty quickly. And I ask him if he had a little shopping plan today. His response? Well, you can hear it. So you have a little shopping uh, day plan this afternoon? Uh, yep. Yeah. And who are you taking shopping today? Um... Natasha. Natasha. Yes. And how did you meet Natasha? Met her online. Online. Yes. And he tells me right away he met Natasha online. Now, the words are not exactly flowing from his mouth, but he he does say that's what happened. And how old do you think Natasha is? I have no idea. You have no idea? No, sir. We never discussed it. You never discussed it. He pretends not to know Natasha's age. But I refresh his memory by reading from the chat log, specifically referring to Natasha's age. I'm 15. You don't have to go any further, I understand. You talk about taking her out and buying her some boots. Yeah. What's up with that? It's just, just shopping. 
just shopping, he starts to get anxious, acknowledges that the transcripts don't look good for him. So you just found a 15-year-old girl online, decided you're going to buy her a pair of uh, leather boots. That you want her to wear 24 hours a day, you say, right here? What was your plan here today? No, no plan whatsoever. No plan whatsoever. No plan whatsoever. Just came to talk and everything. Well, Gerald, this is not going to end well for you, son. Just coming to talk and everything. Obviously, I need... Gerald calmly gets up and turns on his heel, heads out the door he came in. Now, Mr. Brave talk, buying boots and having sex and experimenting with new things to do in the bedroom isn't so brave when he comes face to face with the Harris County Sheriff's detectives, the task force working this investigation. Get on the ground now! Now, this takedown was not aggressive. He got down on the ground, didn't get tased, didn't get roughed up. The task force was very, very professional. I mean, extremely professional. Federal agents, sheriffs, the whole group. And he's screaming like a baby. Listen again. Get on the ground now! Off he goes. One interesting note, and people have asked me this over the years, why the decoys changed mid-investigation. And what happened in Georgia was that the first weekend we were shooting, there was a massive fire in Northern California. And Yahoo's servers went offline, which means we can't communicate with anybody in those chat rooms. And those with whom we have communicated, we can't track. So the investigation pretty much grinded to a halt. On top of that, sadly, I had to attend a funeral for two very good friends who died in a tragic accident, leaving behind three children. And so we took a break for the more practical reason, and I took a break for the more tragic reason, tended to the funeral, did the sad duty. And we came back a few days later. The first decoy we used was no longer available. And so we recruited Amanda, who also did a fine job. So off goes Gerald White into the criminal justice system in the state of Georgia. He's going to fight this. He's going to go to trial. And he enlists, or his family does, a lawyer who made quite a show out of the trial. This guy cried in front of the jury. Claimed that Gerald was slow. Begging the jury for leniency. Now, here's a man who was charged with criminal intent to commit child molestation and criminal intent to commit statutory rape. The defense lawyer also said that Gerald had been the victim of Nigerian fraud, 
built out of money. That he was, as I mentioned, slow. But he did operate this business out of his hometown. At one point, the jury asked the judge if they convicted Gerald, could they request a lenient sentence? And of course, they cannot. They have to judge the case based upon the facts and evidence. And they did. They found Gerald White guilty. And the judge sentenced him to 20 years with a minimum of seven served, 13 years probation, lifetime registration as a sex offender. Gerald would be in prison until 2011 when he was released. And unfortunately for Gerald, he died in February 2013 after a long battle with cancer. Now, during this time, Gerald's father takes up the cause, as I mentioned earlier, and goes to court and tries to actually get charges filed against Xavier Von Erk, the founder of Perverted Justice, the actual undercover decoy contributor in this particular case. Absurdly claiming that it was Xavier who induced the commission of a felony. Now, this is wrong on many different levels in the criminal justice system, the court system in Georgia properly realized this and ruled accordingly. That case was dismissed. But it shows how far a family in denial will go to protect, in some cases, a predator I've caught. As you know, I like to hear from you. And this week's question, appropriately, comes from Georgia, not far from Fortson, where that sting operation I just talked about took place. It comes from Ruben. Hey, Chris, this is Ruben phoning in from Waycross, Georgia, only a couple hours from Fortson, Georgia, where you did one of your stings. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of your work. I've been following the podcast for a couple of months now. It's really good stuff. I love how much in detail you get with all of your previous investigations. So my question to you is, out of everyone that has spawned out, filling in your shoes, going on YouTube and TikTok and posing as decoys, catching predators left and right, exposing them to the world, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel being the father of to catch a predator and everything that has birthed out of out of that powerful movement. I just want to get your insight on that. Any thoughts or feelings about it? I think you've done some great stuff over the years. You've encouraged me a lot. And I just love, love the work, man. Keep it up. Forever in Connecticut together. Maybe we can hit up Planet Pizza. I heard the small pizza is almost as big as a large going for that so cool special. <laughs> but thanks again, man, and thank you for everything you've done. Thank you, Ruben. That's an excellent question. I truly believe there is a place for citizen journalists, and I think YouTube and other social media platforms have created a voice for people. Podcasts have created a voice for people who come from non-traditional journalist backgrounds. 
And some of these podcasts and some of this work has been very important. It's solved criminal cases. It's crowdsourced evidence and information that leads to the closure of cases. But I caution when it comes to vigilantes going after predators. Yeah, some high-profile people have been exposed, and there have been some criminal prosecutions, but generally speaking, a lot of these vigilante groups bring cases that don't get prosecuted. Law enforcement generally shies away from those cases because they are problematic. And I know both sides of this issue because in the beginning, we didn't collaborate with law enforcement when we did the first two predator investigations. Now, some of those cases were prosecuted after the fact. And I have been criticized over the years for working too closely with law enforcement. And we continue to adjust and become flexible in order to do so. And the reason I do that is because I think it's the only socially responsible way to proceed. And from a television production standpoint, it is unfulfilling to see somebody walk away and not get prosecuted. Those two reasons. Now, again, what I try to do is engage the predator, the man who's been caught, to understand what goes on in his mind. And we did another predator investigation last week, just a matter of days ago. And in all cases during that investigation, the guy who got caught knew exactly who I was and spoke to me, I think, because of that. And I don't think you see that in the vigilante investigations. I think what you see is a dramatic confrontation with very little regard to safety, to integrity of a criminal prosecution. And again, this is not all cases. And some of these other cases have been successfully prosecuted. And some bad people have gone away. I get that. But more often than not, it's a circus. And I'm not saying our investigations aren't, but I am saying that they are conducted in a controlled environment, in as safe as environment as can possibly be. And with virtually 100% success when it comes to prosecutions. That's not what the vigilantes do. Now, am I flattered that my work has inspired younger journalists to do things? Yes, but I don't want them to go off and do things that don't result in a prosecution, that create a dangerous, volatile situation, and could get somebody hurt. Ruben, thanks very much. That was an excellent question. And yes, if we are ever in Fairfield, Connecticut together, I will treat to a Planet Pizza. They're good. Thank you for joining me. I hope all of you had a wonderful holiday, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at official Chris Hansen, Twitter at Chris Hansen, TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen. The new True Blue Crime Network, T-R-U-B-L-U. Watch TrueBlue.com for details. We have a number of new predator investigations out now 
many others in the works, and some really incredible reporting on breaking news and on crime news from all over the world, really. All out now. Watch TrueBlue.com. And I will be live in Las Vegas at the South Point Casino, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Go to southpointcasino.com for details. A live interactive show called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. I was out just last week for rehearsals. I think it's going to be very cool. So if you can make it out, please join me. It's a wonderful facility, South Point. Great restaurants. Everything you want out of Las Vegas. Until then, you can always reach me here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.